Welcome to Sky Women. I'm your host, Dr. Carolyn Moyers, a wife, mom, and board-certified OB-GYN. This is a place to educate, empower, and inspire. Join us each week as we share the power of women's stories. Real women, real stories, real inspiration. Put on your stretchy pants. Let's get going. Welcome back to another episode of Sky Women. I am so glad that you're with us today. You are in for a treat because I have Dr. Rashmi Shram with me today. And she is a family medicine physician. She is a certified coach and she is a meditation teacher. And what she's doing within Optimal Wellness is so amazing. I'm so excited to share uh, what she's doing in the world with you. Welcome, Dr. Shram. Thank you so much, Dr. Moyers. It is my absolute pleasure to be here. Fantastic. Tell us all about, I mean, I have so many things I want to unpack. Um, We were chatting a little bit before we started recording and I was telling Rajmi how what she is offering the world is absolutely what we need in our lives today. Um, I think that we're so disconnected from our own inner being, our own inner knowing, that place of knowing ourselves, because we're so bombarded by all the dings and the emails and the, you know, everything. So tell us a little bit about what you do within Optimal Wellness, and then we need to break down what is coaching, what is meditation, and how do we incorporate it into our lives? Yeah, why? Yeah, exactly. And how they kind of all fit together, you know? Yeah. 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 Within Optimal Wellness, it's really a coaching and meditation teaching platform. And so I offer group programs, offer one-on-one work, but ultimately it's really there to help people ditch that normal, what we think is normal, which is guilt, and really tap into that inner knowing, into that inner peace, inner power, because it's always there. And so we use meditation as that tool to be able to tap into that. And what that can give women, really busy women, whether they think they have time to meditate or not, is it can give them the ability to live with even more energy, with more purpose, and live the way that they imagine themselves living. If I had a dime for every time a woman, it doesn't matter what age, comes in and tells me that she is utterly exhausted, right? Because she is trying to be the perfect mom and the perfect employee and the perfect wife and all of the things, right? It's overwhelming. So how do, there's always a story behind this, right? So you're a family medicine doctor, you get into coaching, meditation, like how does it all tie together for you? Yeah, no, for sure. There's a story there. It's it's flaming and burning for many years (laughs) as a, you know, I had young kids. I was working some pretty terrible hours. My husband's a physician and he was working some really long hours as well. And we had a lot of student loan debt. So I thought this is what I was supposed to do. And it was a perpetual burnout. It was a slow burnout and it was the same thing. I was always exhausted, really forgetting to care for myself at all, whether not even physically, mentally, emotionally, any of those things. And so I, the back burner. Yeah. A hundred percent. And that went on for, you know, years, year after year after year, I didn't have the words to express what I was feeling. I just thought this is what motherhood is. (laughs) It's not. And, and, and it really took me reaching some pretty low depths. I became physically ill because I wasn't really, I wasn't even, and, and a lot of it was very much so stress related. I didn't understand how to deal with stress. I didn't have any healthy habits that were beyond, you know, like, 
over-exercising, overworking, pretending things didn't exist, all of those things. And so it was an, uh, until like I started to have chronic daily migraines. I was a chronic insomniac. I was always irritable. I didn't even wow. recognize myself. I was just yeah. so irritable, had so many buttons to press. And that was, you know, about eight years ago or so. And kind of at the bottom of that, one of my friends, she, she said, well, you always used to talk about meditation. You know, she knew me from college. I used to be kind of a closet meditator in college because it's like, oh, I got to go to medical school. I can't talk about meditation. Right, right. So I had had fallen in with a meditation group and really gotten pretty deep into it. And it felt like home. Mm -hmm. And I had let all of that go during, you know, my training and just during just the normal hustle of life. And I started really small. I started to see, you know, tiny improvements and I would forget about it. And go back into my old ways and I would restart sure. again. I did that for a while. And then about seven years ago, I said, well, this is silly. Let me just really go all in. And so and that's really when the tide started to turn for me and things started to open up. I started to live in more of a peaceful world, which was completely new to me as far as motherhood was concerned. So you say you started to live in a more peaceful world, but had anything else changed in your life at this point? You were still working. You were still a mother of two small kids still had a physician husband, still had student loan debt. Oh, but you nothing were practicing absolutely not. And that was what was the aha moment for me was, oh, I didn't have to arrange everything so perfectly in the outside. I actually needed to go inside and I Mm. always had access to it, which meant that I wasn't the only one that could have access to that, regardless of what we may believe or what society might tell us is that you have to have this kind of perfectly arranged life in order to feel peace. That's not even true. Okay. This is... I mean, this is the key. We are unlocking something really special here. This is so important for everybody. I feel it as well. I've often thought, oh, I need to change this or if I need to do this, right? But you have the kid or you get married and you buy the car, you get the house, right? And you're still unhappy. Like, how do we get there? So talk to us about meditation, what it is, what it isn't, and and how do we do it in our everyday busy life? I have a hard time sitting still. For sure, for sure. And that's, those are all things that I hear all the time. So meditation is incredibly simple. It is just the activity of, of, it is just the journey of moving from activity into silence or stillness. That's really all it is. Meditation is a formal practice of mindfulness, right? So we can, those are all hashtags that we see a lot. And mindfulness, most people would describe as the following. Mindfulness is the awareness that arises when we are paying attention to this present moment on purpose. And then some might add with curiosity and without judgment, right? So really simple concept. We don't have to ever learn it because we were born this way. So if you're around little kids, they are not trying to be mindful. They are always paying attention to this present moment. Your three-year-old, your four-year-old, they're pay- they paying attention. They're not judging. And oh my goodness, they're so curious, right? So that is actually our innate way of being. And meditation is the fastest way to build up that mindfulness muscle. Because most of the time, it turns out we're either judging I'm really good at judging, by the way. My brain is, ooh, it oh, yeah. 
(laughs) I think I'm the expert when really I should just have that beginner mind, which is that curiosity. And most of the time, my mind, if I let it, it's not even in this present moment at all. Mm -hmm. I'm replaying a conversation. I, you know, something in the past to show them back up, or I am totally planning something that could wait. It doesn't have to be planned right this instant. You know, I'm having a conversation and I'm maybe even replying to an email, like I'm not even here. And so in that way, will we live in that perpetually distracted, perpetually not here world? And we have, by the way, at least 1 million ways that we can do this, right? We have devices that are always dinging. We have people who need us. And so it's really easy to get into that. Mm -hmm. When, when we are, when we let that go, when we are able to be in this present moment, there's some pretty amazing things that start to happen. And so just a few of the benefits of a mindfulness meditation are we can, we can really even just a first time, first time meditator can move from that sympathetic go, 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 which is where we tend to live a lot of the time into that parasympathetic rest and restore response. And so with that physiologically, what happens, right? And you're not trying to make it happen, but your heart rate slows down, your blood pressure goes down, you start to breathe a little slower. And then what's really amazing is there's blood flow changes that happen. And that happens pretty quickly during a meditation practice. And so what we see is the blood flow shifts from being mostly in that limbic system, right? In the fight or flight amygdala hypothalamus in that way, over into the more creative, more intellectually accessible areas of the frontal cortex or the prefrontal cortex. So we see that pretty quickly within just a week in meditators, we start to see blood flow changes and we also see blood flow changes physiologically as well, right? So if we're in a go, 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 fight or flight, we're reacting as if the saber-toothed tiger is going to come get us. Mm -hmm. And so what that means is there's no time for reproduction. There's no time for digestion. There's no time for immunity. We've got to go. And so those, you know, those organ systems can over time just become not as vibrant. And so we start to see the blood flow come back to that as well. And so physiologically, we start to see some some changes. We see some neurotransmitter changes too. And so really meditation is a tool to be able to access that inner power, that inner knowing that you talked about. Mm. Yeah. It is such a powerful place. And I feel like, so I have a little one who just turned four And I learn lessons from him all the time because he is absolutely present and aware of everything. You know, he is not thinking 10 steps ahead or two steps back. He is in the moment. (laughs) And you're absolutely right. I really aspire to be more present instead of constantly planning or regrouping about how I should have done something. You know, I'm like debriefing in my mind, right? (laughs) So what does it look like? You say going to this place of stillness, but could your stillness actually be when you're out for a run or you're out for a walk? For sure, right? So mindfulness is paying attention to this present moment without judgment. So you can do that on a walk. In fact, that's a great way to practice mindfulness. And when people come to me and they say, I really have a hard time sitting still. Okay, no problem. Let's get you just doing a mindful walk, right? So untether from all your devices and look around. And so we talk about, you know, noticing sounds, listening, really listening, noticing how your feet feel as they hit the ground, seeing if there's any 
smells that come through, noticing the thoughts and not becoming our thoughts, allowing the thoughts to come and go, not fighting the thoughts, not controlling the thoughts. So in that way, it becomes a really simple yet profound way to train the mind to be more and more present. Absolutely. We can do that. We can do breathing exercises. Mm -hmm. And eventually if people are looking for a deeper experience, uh, really that's when a sitting still meditation. And for that reason, yoga really is meditation. And so Mm -hmm. all of the poses, all of the asanas in yoga were meant so that we can remove some of the excess blockages and the excess energy that we have so we can train the body so that it can be fit to train the mind. Mm, Fascinating. So how did this tie in then to coaching for you? Yeah. Yeah. So I had been doing some coaching training and through all of it, because my meditation training came way before, and I was really only teaching in small venues In I was only volunteering to do those things. And so, but I was getting asked to do more and more. And then when I started coaching again, it was really, I thought just so I could bring in some coaching principles into my practice. And I did for sure, but I started to recognize it's almost like just meditation and action because it's so much of the neutrality of coming back into the inner knowing of Mm -hmm. being able to tap into our ability to shift our mindset and our ability to create action, really, truly action that's aligned with who we are. And so I was like, oh my God, I think this is the yin and yang of like how I should be living my life. So so I I started to just incorporate both. At first they were very separate because I didn't understand how to mix them and I didn't know anybody that was mixing them. And so when I started to say, actually in this package, you get both. You can choose one or the other. If you really don't want to learn meditation, that's okay. But like meditation without the coaching is also okay, but it's not the same thing. So I just started to offer it as one package. And that's when I like the results went through the roof. That's amazing. That's amazing. And coaching is different than counseling where we may be dealing with past traumas, et cetera. It's really coming to what are the facts? What are my feelings and thoughts about that? How does that create my action? And then the results, right? And we can backtrack because really we are training the mind. I mean, it's it's our largest organ, <laughs> to say. whether we're talking about sex, whether we're talking about money, whether we're talking about our, our health and wellness, you know, a lot of it starts with the mind and how we feel and think about ourselves and our, our the world around us. So for sure. amazing work. For, for sure. We can, we can change so many things, whether it's like you said, sex, drugs, it doesn't matter. The mind is where it's at. And so when we can train the mind and when we can recognize that we are not our thoughts, not just like say we're not our thoughts, but like start to recognize it, which can happen during a meditation practice because your mm-hmm. only thing during meditation is to recognize the thoughts, let them go, come back to the mantra, for example. That's when the magic sauce becomes more you know, conscious rather than just being in the, in, in the subconscious. And yeah. when we do that more and more, it becomes just a little bit easier. It's not to say that, that it's like completely, you know, carefree. This is how I live my life. Absolutely yeah. not. I still have a human brain that has all kinds of, <laughs> all the drama, of all of it, all of it. It's always there. Yeah. But bringing in the awareness can, can, can really give us more power. Right. Yes. Well, and I think it's so important because of all of the distractions that we have in this day and age. And I think that your story is very powerful because nothing changed in your very busy, very chaotic life, but you brought yourself back to your knowing, you brought yourself back to a practice that kept you centered. And in that everything changed. 
Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> right. Everything really did change. And it took mm-hmm. me kind of a hot mess and, you know, four years or so to really get to that point. And so my, you know, my goal, my dharma is to help people get there in like six months. Don't waste, don't waste four mm-hmm. years. Let's do this in six months. Let's do this in three months. Yeah. Okay. So for somebody who has had no exposure to meditation or to coaching, like just walk us through what an optimal health that would look like. You know, are you meeting weekly? Kind of what are the, is it a group setting? Is it one-on-one? What does that look like? So my main is actually a group setting and we meet mm-hmm. weekly and we usually have some amount of meditation already built in. And so there's a variety of meditations that we've already worked on. And so some of them are yoga nidras, which are really a deeper meditation practice that can be incredibly powerful to literally rewire the brain. Or we do some of these, like, you know, just these micro meditations. We usually do some kind of meditation, but, you know, we could be talking about like this week, we're talking about productivity and the chakra system. And so you would think they might not go together, but they actually do go together. And so there'll be some didactic and then there'll be like a, a practical thing to take away. And so, you know, we, we tackle things like self-compassion. And so always bringing in spirituality and science, always bringing in the evidence, but mm-hmm. also weaving in spirituality. And so we've really been dealing a lot with emotional well-being as well, because it's something that I not just didn't have any training on, but like literally had no idea like how, what to do with emotions for most of my life. Like right. no idea that they were driving my life. <laughs> so Right. Like, well, and in medical training, you have to just stuff those emotions, right? You just have to stuff it and keep going. A hundred percent. Yeah. And, and also stuff the patient's emotions too. Like they're, you know, they're not real. They just think they're real. So move on. And so I think it's a real disservice. I mean, I understand why we do it because it's convenient and that's how it's always been done, but it's not actually giving or receiving good, good health in so many ways. Right, right. I, I find honestly in my practice that that is exactly what patients want is a space to be heard. That's right. Like, I mean, I hate to say it like that. That's what's unique about my practice. Like, I, and I can, I could see that. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. And to validate those emotions, to validate those yes. feelings, and then let's say, okay, well, what can we do at this point? Right? Like, how can right. we move forward? Well, how can we make the best of this situation, of these feelings, of these emotions once they're validated? Hundred yeah. percent. Hear you. So what kind of time frame do you think that it takes? You said, you know, that you hope to help moms or get help individuals because I think you coach men and women, correct? I coach almost all women. All women. There are okay. a couple of husbands that sneak in into one-on-one, but not yeah, in yeah. <laughs> Okay. Okay. So in the group setting, you know, what kind of time frame or time commitment typically is that? And how do women react in the group setting? Because it's done virtually, of course. Yeah. So it can go a whole host of different ways, but so far each of my groups, you know, we, we start to talk about expectations and we talk about vulnerabilities as strength. You can share as much as you would like, you know, what, what is shared here really needs to stay here. A lot of the people inside are physicians, some are not. And so sometimes there can be like, Oh, who's going to know what, but ultimately the more people share, the more we realize that we're all the same. We all have had these same feelings. There's nothing 
change about what, you know, about these thoughts or these emotions that we've been having. And it starts to open up larger conversations for sure, for sure. But, you know, you don't even have to join my program. I have free YouTube videos to watch. I have at least two really popular meditations that are pretty short, that are evidence-based. They're free. They're on my YouTube channel. And then I also offer just these miniature little bite-sized pieces because not everybody is ready to come into a group setting and spend, you know, an hour and a half a week or so doing, whether it's meditation or or having a conversation, sometimes that's just not available to them. So I have on-demand meditations that I offer email support with. And so there's really like little bite-sized things that I've noticed. People really do need to dip their toes in first before they take that dip deep dive in, but the toe dipping can be transformational in and of itself, which is really- I love that. Okay. I didn't realize that you had a YouTube channel. What is your YouTube channel? It it is just, and I can give you the thing, but it's just Dr. Rashmi Shram Optimal Wellness. Yeah. So So we'll make sure we- Yeah. 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 We'll include that in the show notes so that everybody can find it. And you're on social at- I am. So I'm at DR, so DR period, Rashmi Shram, R-A-S-H-M-I-S-C-H-R-E-M-M on Instagram as well as Facebook. Um, I also have a LinkedIn, but I, I'm not that great with LinkedIn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure how many of our page or, you know, like the general public is on LinkedIn, like the professionals who are looking for employees are on LinkedIn, but you know, I know I, I have a hard time keeping up with all of it as well. So what are some takeaway points for me that you would like to share with the busy woman? Yeah, for sure. So start with just where you are with what you have, right? And so that might mean just sitting still without any devices and just noticing your breath and just doing that for two minutes and and just noticing what awareness can show up and noticing that it's okay to have all these different thoughts. We're not trying to control our thoughts. That could be one fast and easy way to do this. Another one is to go, like we talked about the mindful walk, just, you know, making that part of making some amount of mindfulness part of your life and, and just building from there. I mean, we can wash dishes mindfully for goodness sakes. And that's one of the things that I try to do when I'm feeling really either resentful or frustrated or whatever. And I'm like, how can I let go of these constrictive emotions. It's not that we can't ever feel that way. Of course, we're going to feel that way. Mm -hmm. But if they're not helping me or anyone else take good action, like why, why am I hanging on to these? And it's not that they're not valid, but that's not who I am right now. That's not who I identify myself with. I think of myself as this really kind, generous, giving person. And my thoughts don't align with that. Right, right, right. right. Oh, that's a good one. My thoughts do not align with the person that I want to be. And so it's not helping. So let me just see if I can just give myself a little bit of space and, you know, like make dinner without any devices near me and like really chop the vegetables when I'm chopping the vegetables. Like just simple, tiny things like that can add up. They add up. We know they add up. We've done studies to show that they add up. And so, or, you know, if you're playing with your kids, just playing with the kids, just really being there present and just paying attention in a way that maybe we don't allow ourselves to, because we think we should be doing something else, but giving ourselves permission to feel, to be, to just exist Mm. and notice that we're whole already. Yes. This is good. (laughs) I'm already thinking of ways that I'm going to apply this to my life. (laughs) It's so powerful, yet it's always there. Yeah. 
Amazing. I just really wanted to bring awareness to what it is that you're doing because I've admired it for so long. And I find myself every time I think about meditation, I'm remembering you and your work. And so I think that this will be really helpful to Sky Women. Thank you so much for sharing with us today. Super grateful to be here. Thank you. Until next week, be well. All right, Sky community, thank you for listening to another episode. This episode was sponsored by Sky Women's Health. As a reminder, we're in the Dallas-Fort Worth area and we help relieve back pain and pelvic pain in pregnancy and beyond. If you are pregnant and having pain and you feel like you have no reliable way to relieve it, look us up at skywomenshealth.com, request an appointment, and we'll call to get you scheduled. As a board-certified OB-GYN with a Neuromusculoskeletal Medicine Fellowship, I help you realign with hands-on drug-free treatment and relieve pain on the spot without medication. We'll help you maintain these results through your pregnancy and postpartum period. Every pregnant person deserves this, and we are so excited to serve you. You can find us on our website, as mentioned, or on social at Sky Women's Health, or you can call the office at 817-915-9803. That's it for today. Until next week, be well.